listening with everything not not only with five uh, senses but with all my being my heart my soul and being present with my clients as if they are the only person in the world at that moment like that's that's what i tell them look you are the center of my universe right now there is no one else than you and i'm yours <laughs> Hi there beautiful soul, my name is Diana and I am here and now for you. I had my fair share of rock bottoms and the harder I hit them the wider the cracks were until I was wide open and allowed the light within to shine as brilliant as the divine spark that we all are. We share stories although we experience them differently. However, this is the podcast where each of us can shine while supporting others on their journey. So let's share our stories, learn and grow together so we can shine unapologetically until we create a ripple effect and flood the universe with brilliance. Shine your light. Hello, 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 beautiful people to a new episode of Shine Your Light with Diana podcast. Today's guest is a special friend, which actually I only met recently, but we connected instantly. It was a love at first sight, some may call it. <laughs> Isn't that the bet? Yes, absolutely. Um, so her name is Ipek Williamson. She's the founder and the CEO of Ipek Williamson Coaching. She's a change master. She's a listener, certified inside coach like me. She's a speaker, author, ikigai, and hoponopono practitioner. Oh, that, that I love a lot. And <laughs> she is a meditation advocate and teacher. Uh, she perfectly blends her 20 plus years of corporate experience with diversified areas of expertise, such as a coach, mentor, and teacher. And I could go on and on introducing her, but one of the best places to connect with her is Inside Timer and listen to those beautiful meditations of hers. Mm -hmm. You are going to be teleported in another dimension. So welcome, Ivek. Thank you, Diana. Thank you for having me on your show. Thank you for accepting my invitation and thank you for sharing this space with me, with the listeners and everyone else willing to um, listen to your story, to your message. Yes. And as always, I start with the rock bottom question because okay. I know how everyone first hits their rock bottom before shining their light so beautifully. I've been there, done that myself several times, not only once, and I know others who only needed one rock bottom, and then there were others who needed probably 10 rock bottoms. And they are all different, different experiences, different ways of expressing, of growing, of evolving. And if you could share yours, probably most recent one and let 
see how can anyone relate to that. Thank you, Diana, for uh, giving me this opportunity. Um, of course, you're right. Everybody goes through rock bottoms uh, multiple times in general in a lifetime. And I did too. Uh, and uh, my one of the hashtags, if anybody would like to find me on any social media, they can search the hashtag I am the Phoenix because I and before getting to last one, uh, I, I want to tell you about the other ones. I moved from Turkey to Canada and 10 years of uh, career as an executive coach uh, in Turkey. I'm from Turkey originally. Uh, and I, I was, I think, 37 years old when I moved to Canada. And a culture shock is something like you might also have went through it, uh, maybe. But um, culture shock is a thing. And I was quite depressed at the time. And that was really hard for me to navigate. But then I got better. I got my job. Uh, I started to work in Canada as an executive assistant again. So I had uh, 10 more uh, years of uh, career as an executive assistant at big companies. In the meantime, I went through a divorce. That was another rock bottom for me. And it, was, it took two years uh, to settle uh, our uh, separation. And, uh, and my husband, ex-husband, went back to Turkey and I stayed with my son as a single parent uh, in a country that I don't know anybody. I don't have any support, any family. So that was another one. But I still went through it um, not too badly. But then uh, I met with my husband now that I'm married to his Canadian and I'm very happy. Uh, he has amazing two boys. I have my son. So we have three amazing adult children. But then something happened that I think was the last drop in the bucket and it made it overflow. Uh, and that was about a career change and something that came from that. Uh, so I, I have been working uh, at a company, a big construction uh, manufacturing company for over four and a half years. And I received a, um, an offer from another company. So I was happy where I was, but it was getting a little bit boring. You know, after a few years doing the same things, you get like, like an itch, like you want something new. And when that offer came, I looked at the offer. The uh, compensation was better. The company was bigger. Um, it was closer to home, less uh, commute. And the perks, benefits, and everything were better. And I was going to become a senior uh, executive assistant. So it was going to give me a management uh, position too so there were going to be two other executive assistants reporting to me so it was a nice step up from what I had so I accepted it I went and started and that started the worst turmoil and worst tornado of my life and in two and a half months my boss said we are not a good match it's not working. 
and they let me go. And at the time, my husband also didn't have a job. And I was the only one uh, working uh, in our family. And there was a mortgage and everything, like so much stress. And that, that was the one put me the, to the lowest space because I never had such an experience before. I was never let go before. It hit my ego like a huge, huge, big explosion. It was, I was floored and I couldn't get back to myself. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. Uh, it took for me two months to even start to think. And in the meantime, uh, because I needed a job, because I needed an income, I found temporary jobs and I was still working, but I was so depressed, so anxious. I cannot even express how hard it was working, like going to work as a temporary uh, employee to a company, trying to help them while I'm inside really dying. So that was a very hard time. But in the meantime, we needed to find some solutions. So we ended up selling our house, getting a smaller house at another city uh, where my husband's siblings are living. So right now we are living here in Sarnia, Ontario. In the meantime, I was already meditating. I was meditating to, because meditation helped me going through that hard times. But the more I meditated, the better I started to feel. And I meditated, 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 but I didn't know what I'm going to do. I, I knew that I'm not going to be able to go back permanent for a permanent job as an executive assistant because I was so hurt. The, the, the pain and the, um, the scar was so big that I couldn't. So I knew that I wasn't able, I wasn't going to be able to go back to that career. And then what? What's next? What am I going to do now? So I was meditating and meditating and asking what's next, what's next, what's next. And one day, while I was meditating, I heard a voice in my head, in my mind. It said, be patient. I heard it like I knew it. I cannot say if it was a female voice, male voice, nothing. But I heard be patient. I was like, whoa. And, and I said, okay, I surrender. I'll be patient and I'll wait. In the meantime, I'm meditating. I'm taking care of myself because I needed it. I wasn't able to sleep. So um, meditation was like 24 seven. Uh, then I started a blog, a blog where I was sharing all my, what I'm going through my, and I have at the moment on my blog, I think close to 200 blog posts. If anybody would be interested, it's on my website. And, um, I started to write and, and at the beginning, it was like letters to myself. Uh, trying to help myself 
and I didn't expect anybody to read them. But then I started to share them on LinkedIn from time to time. And someone uh, came, approached me on LinkedIn and said, hey, I love your uh, posts, your blog posts, and they are very powerful, but I see that so few people are reading it. Would you uh, want us, like, want me to help you and uh, or grow your audience so that more people benefit from what you write? I said, of course. So through that, I became a part of a little community where we supported each other, supported our posts. And uh, through that, more and more people started to read my blogs. And through that group, uh, which in which there were quite a few coaches, uh, one of my friends and a relationship coach, uh, Daman Philip. And one day I was having a call with her and I was telling her, I don't know what to do and I, I want to do something, but I don't know what. And after a few calls with her, I told her I'm considering coaching because I was coaching some uh, other people when, during my career in corporate world, uh, other executive assistants, other administrative assistants. I was the go-to person at work, always. So she said, why don't you consider coaching? And I said, wow. I, I am, I do consider coaching, but I don't know uh, who to get the training from. Uh, there are so many options. So uh, she put me in contact with John, our John, uh, John Strasser. And uh, John and I had a call and it was like love at first sight because the moment we started our call, uh, and he was telling me what is the program, how uh, the training goes and everything. And in like 10, 15 minutes into our call, I said to him, you don't need to continue anymore. Sign me up. I love this and I, I want to do it. That's how my coaching uh, journey started through training and in the meantime, I, I received a meditation training. I did Ho'oponopono training. I did Ikigai training. I did mind mastery, positive intelligence, um, you name it. Uh, from uh, Mind Valley, I, I got another method. So many trainings back to back to back to back. And in the meantime, I right away started coaching. And by the end of our uh, training, I was supposed to have um, at least 50 hours of coaching. And I was at almost 100, uh, like tw twice the t uh, number of that I needed to complete the program. And it went really well. And the rest is history. You know, I, I believe that Every adversity, every heartache, every painful event comes with a gift. The gift that came from me losing my job and being done with my career was finding my true self, finding my true life purpose, and pursuing that. So 
I've never been happier. I feel like I'm helping thousands of people through my meditations, through coaching. That's the biggest wealth you can get in the world. And that you said that, I love the word wealth. I mean, that's what my membership is about as well when I'm talking about wealth. It's not only money and finances, it's so much more. It's the rich, richness of the heart, richness of the time, richness of inner peace and everything else. And that's you just embody all that, to be honest. <laughs> I, I see you like that. Mm, and of you. all these tools, I know I'm literally doing my best well no I'm not it, I did not really prioritize it to be honest um to actually send the Poponopono mm -hmm. essay to Joe Vitale I'm actually still working on, on on that essay two years later I keep on saying I'm going to I'm going to but it's always like at the back on the back burner mm -hmm. and I would really love to bring it forward but I also learned you know, that it's all about divine timing. So maybe right now that qualification is not like my priority is about okay. serving. And in your journey, you learned so many tools. I know I did as well, but of everything you've learned, of everything you confirmed, of everything you reaffirmed, mm -hmm. what is the number one tool mm -hmm. that you feel most engaged with and the number one tool that you would use the most it's so interesting thank you for this question because um it is all different for everybody diana uh, all my clients um come to me with different um areas of life that they want to make better so there's no one solution or one tool fits all everybody is different and I can tell you uh, all the tools I have I use at least one or two with each and every one of them so I can it's hard for me to pick one because I'm using them all at the same time. I just pick and choose what fits best for that client and apply that. The work I do with one client is completely sometimes different than the other one. For example, if the person uh, has a trauma in their past, I definitely use Ho'oponopono. Uh people who are having difficulty with uh, management at work uh, or uh, creating a team environment, I use positive intelligence. Um, for uh, people who, are, who want to manifest things, I use Silva method, uh, the one that I couldn't remember a minute ago uh, from uh, uh, Mind Valley. Uh, that's the silver method uh, or for ikigai ikigai is for the ones who want to know who want to find out what is la their life purpose for example they want to change their career they want to do something else but they don't know what 
and and it was something that I found while looking for my life purpose and it helps me so I use it to help others to find their life purpose uh, so uh, each and every tool mind mastery I use with everybody because mind mastery is being the master of your mind being becoming the one who uh, picks and chooses the thoughts and feelings and emotions uh, so uh, accordingly creating our own lives the way we want it to be created as I said I use them all for different purposes in different situations but I do I cannot say one is better than the other they all fit perfectly your answer is so very similar to my own as I was asked the same question previously in another podcast interview mm-hmm. um, again I can see the similarities <laughs> between mm-hmm. us that's why we are such a beautiful and powerful uh, vibrational match for each other mm-hmm. there's one thing that I would like to say though one thing that is um for everybody that I do I use is um presence complete listening listening with everything not not only with five uh senses but with all my being my heart my soul and being present with my clients as if they are the only person in the world at that moment. Like that's, that's what I tell them. Look, you are the center of my universe right now. There is no one else than you. And I'm yours. All my attention, my love, my support, my guidance, all my tools, everything I have is yours. This space is as safe as it can be nothing you can say make me judge you but everything you say make me love you more so that's how I create my relationships with my clients and we create we recreate and we grow them in every area of their lives beautiful and I love how you brought the gift of presence. Mm-hmm. The way you said it, the way I felt it, <laughs> you know, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. I love the gift of presence. And that's how I'm showing up for my clients. That's how I want to. And I know you do the same. However, up until this very moment i'm not sure how to put it in words for others to do the same maybe you can Mm -hmm. well um i uh i just be i just be myself i just show my love I show that I am there for them and this space is safe. I will hold space for them. And there's only love, nothing else. And 
and they feel it. It's all energy, you know? We, we all give out our energy, our light. And people see that. When you are genuine, when you are really, um, you have all the good intentions to help and support, people feel that. People see that. And I think I'm, I can express that well so that my clients feel safe to be 100% themselves. And sometimes I hear them uh, admitting or saying things that they never said out loud in their lives during our sessions. And it's so liberating being able to admit things that you are having difficulty to admitting even to yourself out loud. Then, because that's the way to let go of things. That's the way to let it out and move on. So I create that environment, that space for them to be able to do that. That is uh, the most important and beautiful way to show up. Mm -hmm. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. And um, moving on, because I actually have 10,000 questions, but you know, <laughs> I just have to pick here, there. <laughs> As a Ho'oponopono practitioner, mm -hmm. something just came up uh, for me. I know how from its original form, it just became a tool for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Yes. But is it? How would you encourage others to use Hoponopono themselves? And how would you encourage them to actually take the next step with a qualified practitioner such as yourself. Mm. Um, yes, Ho'oponopono is a very good tool for forgiveness, though it's not only that. It's uh, more of a reconciliation and understanding of um, who am I what is happening in front of me right now and why is it happening so um, Ho'oponopono as you also might know uh, is about all the data and memories that we bring with us to this life so it's not only it's not only about our own personal experiences but it's also other data and memories that are coming through our DNA from our ancestors, from our parents, grandparents, grandparents, grandparents. Sometimes we feel like we are stuck, let's say, with uh, scarcity, fears around money, or we have other fears. 
and we don't know where they come from. Sometimes we don't even have any trauma, uh, but we feel like we have been in a trauma and we the things that we feel see triggers those things. And we don't even know where it's coming from. So uh, Ho'oponopono is a great tool to not only clear the uh, data memories that are affecting us in a negative way uh, that we went through our life in our lifetimes, but also the ones that our ancestors went through that came to us through our DNA. So it is much more than uh, cleansing our uh, memories or our traumas but also cleansing the traumas that are coming from other ancestors. And think about it. This world went through a, a couple of world wars. So that's the scarcity uh, feelings and thoughts or the fear of war, the fear of dying, the fear of losing uh, loved ones. These all are like came to us through DNA because all our ancestors went through that. So uh, Ho'oponopono is a very beautiful tool to cleanse that those um, negative and scary thoughts, feelings, memories, data, so that our intuition, our inspiration, our creativity grows i always um, explain ho'oponopono like this i tell my clients see yourself sitting and you are covered with a thick cloud and when you start implementing ho'oponopono to your life and using the mantra meditating with it and uh, doing some other uh, things that uh, I give them to do do this do that if you do that you will see that that cloud will start getting thinner and thinner and thinner and then you will see a li little holes in that big cloud starting to happen where the sunshine will start to come in and then that sunshine will start to grow and grow your inner child will feel healed your inner child who feels neglected, uh, not loved, not appreciated, will start to bloom, will start to jump, will start to feel that childlike uh, happiness. And you will feel that too. And it will uh, manifest into your life. So it's a very powerful and amazing tool that I really like and so many clients uh, benefit from. That I can not only just imagine, but I can feel it from the way you talked about it. <laughs> it's like you you, you were just doing some hoponopono right now. <laughs> it felt like it was very, very important. Yes, even though I know some of it, I'm always open to hear other perspectives because every practitioner, despite being taught the same technique, they apply it 
as they see best fit and they adapt it to each client. And I love how you brought this example of the cloud that you have it mm-hmm. as a ceiling, which can be pierced through by the sunlight because we all know how each technique is eventually uh, altered. Mm-hmm. Of course. Even the Silva method, it was previously different. Well, not fully different, but had a different perspective to it before Vishen Lakhiani took it and uh, did it even like a bigger thing. And now it's like the, the signature program of Mind Valley because I know I'm also a pro member. It's, <laughs> I, I, I love it. There are so many beautiful tools out there. And then there are others that we create ourselves. Mm-hmm. And are you in the middle of creating a tool, a course, or any material, any session, any program that would be able to support someone in their journey? And in what well, way? <laughs> thank you for asking this. Uh, I have I always have so many things going on at the same time because I love to create. I love to um, like offer as many things as I can. Uh, my idea is serving people in any way I can. And um, meditation is number one for me. Meditation, actually, who am I today is a gift. And result of meditating regularly and meditation because it changes the brain chemistry we helps us uh, become more positive people more uh, connected people with ourselves and people around us I believe that meditation even uh, helped me remove fear from my mind. I don't have fear. I'm I'm saying this uh, with like 100% confidence that fear is not in my world anymore. And the world gets worse and worse. And lots of things are happening like crazy things are happening in the world and it's they still cannot touch me i'm fearless fear cannot touch me but um the other things oh for meditation meditation um i i wrote a little book and i have this book uh live your life in a meditative state uh, in Kindle version ebook, and also now I published the audiobook. They are both on Amazon, and I would. It's a very short and sweet book, and it's a very inexpensive one because I wanted it to be uh, easy and approachable and uh, affordable. I, I want to make it as easy as possible for people to learn about meditation especially for the ones who never meditated or meditated but stopped and want to go back. It's a book that makes uh, meditation and mindfulness very easy 
to implement into daily lives, the busy lives. So uh, I would really um, recommend anybody who's interested in meditation and how they make it easy and adaptable to their uh, busy daily life. I would really appreciate them or suggest them to get my book, uh, Live Your Life in a Meditative State. But other than that, there are so many other things coming up. Uh, I'm uh, starting to create a course for Insight Timer. I already have one. It's uh, a seven-day course navigating life uh, with insomnia for people who are having sleep problems. But uh, now I'm starting to work on another course on values. I believe the uh, importance of values in uh, our lives. Uh, and I believe that our children, especially as our future, they need to learn about values because uh, I believe that the state the world is in today is because uh, societies, uh, people are forgetting about uh, values, core values and uh, integrity and every uh, positive uh, quality and character traits that human beings uh, used to uh, value in the past. So we need to re bring, re bring them back and uh, create a value-based, uh, value uh, um, supported uh, community and society. So I'm going to start working on a, a course for that, uh, for Insight Timer. Also, uh, another uh, BU More coaching uh, program uh, framework is coming up. Uh, I partnered with uh, Shift Up Learning, Shift Up uh, Company, and uh, I will be uh, leading the uh, BU More coaching uh, framework for that company and uh, colleagues. Uh, there's another uh, summit that I'm a part of that is coming up. That one is, I highly, highly, highly recommend everybody to sign up for that because that summit, which will take place on the weekend of uh, January 7th and 8th, uh, is called uh, Stepping into Possibilities uh, Summit. And uh, there are 30, um, 30 teachers from Inside Timer, the best of best, and 30 different workshops that uh, we will uh, all uh, provide. Um, it will be live, but also recorded. And everybody will be able to uh, rewatch them at, the, at their own time. 90% uh, of the uh, teachers are also providing uh, some documents, some workbooks, worksheets to take away. Um, so it's an amazing opportunity uh, to start uh, the new year uh, with a really boost of motivation and uh, self-care wellness boost so i hope many people can join that summit wow well all the links are going to be in the description of this episode beautiful people so no worries i got you covered <laughs> <laughs> thank you oh my god so many beautiful uh things that that, that you have 
uh, ongoing. I am literally so proud of you, Ipek, and so mm -hmm. happy for you because you are truly shining your light mm -hmm. and you are truly living your sole purpose by serving. Mm -hmm. And on this note, I do, I would love your input on serving. Mm -hmm. I recall in the very, very beginning when I first started my coaching journey about four or five years ago, uh, whenever I would hear someone serve, my ego would take over and be like, serve, what am I? A slave or something like was that not abolished ages ago <laughs> and <laughs> um then i would be like i'm helping people if something mm -hmm. oh my god now when i'm hearing word help i'm like mm, no 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 serve is so much better because help feels like such an inequality way of doing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I would actually love your input on this difference between helping someone to achieve their goals and serving them into achieving their goals. Mm. Yes, G great question because help, uh, helping, uh, I agree with you. Uh, I don't like the word help. Word help. Uh, helping has a connotation to I'm better than you so I'll show you how to do this exactly and, that uh, and I I'm not better than anybody we are all equals we just have different life experiences uh, so um, that's why I don't like to use the word help but serving is just being a companion, holding the hand and being there, like not letting someone do something by themselves, but help being there with them, supporting them, uh, motivating them, like going where they want to go together. So not alone, but together. So I see serving as becoming a team, creating a momentum together, um, taking steps and letting that person and um, being a bridge, being a bridge between here and where they want to go. So think of a bridge. A bridge serves everyone passing over them, right? They, it serves us to pass from here to the other side. So that is service. Bridge serves us. So I'm the bridge. I am that bridge. I serve and make sure uh, with my support, my guidance, my experiences, my uh, tools, my client gets to the other side while uh, also enjoying the journey because I believe that the, uh, 
the journey is the destination. The journey is the pleasure, not the destination. When you get there, you will want something else. There is never an end of destinations. But if you are enjoying the journey, going to the next step, that's the main goal in life, being happy with what I have today and where and the possibility of growth and going for that growth. So creating happiness now while getting there. Love it so very much. Thank you so very much for for sharing. And oh my gosh, Ipek, I think I could uh, spend the next few days with you here. I would absolutely love to do that. I would uh, literally take you to, uh, to to my room and let's let's have this conversation. Let's keep it going. I'm going to end with your favorite mantra. Hmm. Are you chanting it? Are you saying it in the mirror? Are you starting your day with or finishing the day with? What <laughs> is your favorite mantra? How do you use it? And how would you encourage others to implement mantras into their lives? Uh, these days, uh, the mantra, the chanting that I, uh, I'm doing in the morning when I wake up, um, the first thing I say is, universe, what gifts do you have for me today? That's my first thing. And then I meditate and chant. My chanting is, uh, Nam Myoho Renge Kyo. That's the mantra. It's a Buddhist mantra. And I have a actually meditation on inside timer with that chanting if anybody would be interested uh, can check that out on inside timer under my profile and i i chant with it uh you, you know malas uh, there are 108 beads on it i do like four or five malas like five times 108 or something like that and I chant it and then I stop take three deep breaths and stay silent for 10 minutes or so this man mantra is called believe that creates miracles when you uh, meditate with it regularly uh, you might know Tina Turner big uh, amazing singer she has a book about this mantra so it is, uh, I would very much uh, highly recommend it to anybody who's interested. It's an amazing book and it's called Happiness Becomes You by Tina Turner. Uh, when anybody reads that book, they will fall in love with that uh, mantra anyway. So um, it's very uh miraculous manifestation based uh, mantra and i love it wow just wow actually i was very surprised it's the first time i'm hearing you with with uh, with the uh, nam myoho renge kyo uh, mantra because uh, it, it it actually uh, comes from uh, uh, 
from a Japanese monk, uh, mm -hmm. Nichiren uh, Daishonin. So when when I heard you with that, I'm like, what, 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 what? Yes. Yes. Uh, I just got so excited. Thanks God I was muted. <laughs> <laughs> just to make sure that I'm listening. I love that mantra. And to know that someone else is using it, not very many people from my circle are using it as much, hmm. you know, and hearing it for the first time that you are and like pretty much life kind of thing. <laughs> it was like a beautiful, pleasant surprise because it really is a miracle hmm. mantra. And I absolutely love it. And I'm so happy that you have shared it with mm -hmm. us. So thank you, Ipek. Thank you. You're welcome. And, you know, uh, if you read the book, you would see that Tina Turner uh, says she uh, meditated with this mantra sometimes two hours before her concerts. And she would... Uh, send all her love to everybody who will show up as in the audience that day and and afterwards when they ask their people in her audience they say I never experienced a concert like this I never felt like this so uh, that's exactly what I do every day I chant with this mantra and I send it to everybody who will show up in in my world that day so you received that today for example uh, because I sent it to you when I chanted uh, so and everything goes so smoothly lovely the way it it needs to it's supposed to go it has been an absolute blessing mm -hmm. to have you here to share this space with you for you mm -hmm. to share your wisdom with, with us all. And as I said, I, I still have plenty of questions, but I want to make sure that everyone is getting a fair share of you. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> thank you. Thank You're you. You're most welcome. One last thing I would like to say is that, first of all, thank you for the opportunity. And secondly, um, be the light and they will come. Be oh, the light. Thank you. You heard her, people. Be the light. And if you feel like you are embodying that light right now, please do get in touch with her via the links I have attached in the description of this episode. She is a true blessing to work with. I've had the honor. I am going to see where it takes us this further onwards from here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here. Until next time, keep on shining your light. Remember, the healing process, it's a lifelong progress. You are unique and so is your experience. Shine your light unapologetically.